and welcome to The Big Review Scheme. My name is Owen, there's Rory, and today we're here to talk about the brand new musical from Lin-Manuel Miranda. I'm going to call him a genius, Rory. I'm going to call him a genius. Right. He's a genius. Okay. In the Heights. This yeah. is his new one. Yeah, like, is I, genius? I, I mean, anyone who wins a Pulitzer Prize, I think, is a genius. I've won a Pulitzer Prize. Have you? No. All right. I lied. I'm sorry. Well... All right. Well, so, <laughs> yeah, so Lin-Manuel Miranda, he co-wrote this with Kiara Hades, who, uh, who, is, who has also won a Pulitzer Prize. Neither oh, of them sake. four in the Heights, to be fair. So this isn't a Pulitzer Prize winning musical, but it is from gotcha. two Pulitzer Prize winning musical writers. <laughs> I, I, that all makes sense. Um, so, yeah, so this is the new one from them and uh, directed by John M. Chu, who previously gave us some, uh, like, I have a lot of time for Step Up to the Streets. Yeah. Remember yeah, early yeah, early yeah, days yeah, yeah. Channing Tatum? Uh, before he decided to take his clothes off while dancing, he kept them on, but he did still dance. Listen, Let's just make that clear. these things. You can't no, 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 cool turkeys. Steps. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, this was a massive hit on Broadway and was brought all over the world uh, about a particular, it's Washington Heights in New York, uh, a particular part of the city that has a strong uh, Latina population and the constant fight they have against uh, like basically like holding on to their, their, their history and, and the, that part of their town against big companies that are coming in to like buy old buildings and put up big skyscrapers and apartment blocks and stuff. Uh, so yeah, so it's uh it's one of those like really feel good movies. It's it's uh, it's my suggestion, and I made it to everyone I talked to throughout all the interviews. Is that you know, Mamma Mia and Grease, and yeah. sometimes the Rocky Horror Picture Show does like sing along screenings. Yes, I think In the Heights should have a dance along screening. One hundred, right? Okay, <laughs> I'll get working on my moves. Uh, I th- there should be like a little like person in the corner who's giving directions on what dance to do because okay. I guarantee you anyone who likes musicals they'll be sitting and watching this and they'll be like I gotta I gotta <laughs> I just gotta get up and dance my god <laughs> uh, so yeah it is a really really good feel good movie um, so yeah so we chatted sorry not we I you, <laughs> it wasn't me Rory not this it time a, I'm, I'm working hard trying you to chatted, win a Pulitzer over here ch- come on you chatted to me about chatting <laughs> yeah. to them chatted through you uh so up first are three stars from the movie uh who are uh daphne rubin vega mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. dasha palanco yep and stephanie beatrice now love 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 stephanie they're beatrice. all recognizable to be fair so some are from uh orange is the new black some are like well known on the broadway stage uh musicals but stephanie i think is the one everyone will know the most because she was in brooklyn 99 and she's also um gloria's sister in modern family so uh we we have a lot of love for rosa i I rosa diaz (laughs) i feel she's a kindred spirit of mine like i've a lot of a lot of love for rosa so here are the three stars talking about um, the particular difficulties of filming a musical, which has a lot of singing, a lot of dancing, a lot of moving. You've got your finger up. I'm going to finish my sentence in the no, middle I of know, summer. Just, Go ahead. I'm just. I was just wondering because the thing about Stephanie Beatrice, yeah. as well, is it always throws her when people 
see or hear her in an interview because yes. as Rosa Diaz in Brooklyn Nine-Nine, she's got this real deep kind of gruff. Unemotional. Yeah. Never, never uh, happy unless someone's in pain, kind of. And then I'm so excited to hear this now because I'm hoping that when you were chatting to her, like she's just speaking in her normal voice, which is much more high pitched. And it's not quite, she doesn't quite put on like the, the valley girl type, no, yeah. you know, but um, but it's just, it's completely, and I know, yes, it's acting. I understand that. <laughs> but it's, it's whenever you come to uh, an actor and the first version you know of them is like an iconic character and it's fair to say like the Brooklyn Nine-Nine characters yeah. everybody like knows Andy them Sandberg now. sounds like Andy Sandberg yeah Brooklyn exactly Nine-Nine. Terry Crews sounds like yes. Terry Crews yeah exactly but uh to be fair to Stephanie she's like no I'm gonna do a completely different voice so no I can't wait to hear this hey Rory hi how is everyone doing today great very good thank you fantastic Stephanie I don't know if you remember you were my very last interview before the world came to an end in March 2020. (laughs) You were meant to come over to Dublin. Yes, Yes, I do remember that. Yes. So I'm now extending the my my initial offer of being a Dublin tour guide to everyone. I love it. We were supposed to go to Dublin right before the shutdown Mm. happened. I'm still excited about replanning that trip. So yeah, so whenever you're all over, you just let me know and I'll take you on a nice a nice tour of the city. Congratulations again on the movie. I had such a fun time watching it. I think it's the perfect movie to come out in the cinema right now. But I'm looking for one piece of advice from all of you. Uh, and that is, it's for my friend. It's definitely not for me. But for someone who can't dance at all, what is your one tip for someone who maybe is uh, hesitant to begin uh, dancing? Behave as if you can absolutely dance. Do not even take it, take it out of your mind. Like, that you can't dance. Like, of course you can dance. I like that. I like that too. And I think you just have to feel it. There's no yeah. right way. Just interpret, use your body and just feel it. And just move according to what you feel. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Also, alcohol helps. <laughs> I will I will pass that information along to my friend who is definitely not me who is looking for dancing advice. But uh I, I think everyone in this film needs some kind of trophy given to them because so many people give uh, attention and plaudits to stunt coordinators and people who do fight scenes. But watching you all dance and sing and act and emote through every scene in this film, I was exhausted for you watching this film but i'm wondering in between takes are you is there like what is your go-to how do you keep amped how do you keep ready to go from one big dance singing acting scene to then kind of segue now you're gonna have to do it exactly again uh, next time around well stephanie did bring an ice cream truck That's how we that's how we replenished that day was with ice cream sandwiches. You know that's true. And some of them were like alcohol flavored. I mean it was insane. Yes. Sugar, coffee, cafecito uh, backstage was always helpful. And water. And water. And like pumping each other up, you know. Right, that was right. something we were doing a lot. Just like pumping each other up and being silly and goofy and 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 trying to remain present and grateful that we were involved in this project that we were part of this it was like that honestly a lot of times was enough to just 
kind of make me shake out of any like nerves or whatever I had. It was like, but I'm here. I'm like, this is, I'm standing here with these people and we're going to shoot this and we're going to do this and people are going to see it. It's going to be awesome. You know, like that'll hype you up real quick. Rory, there was a vibration in on the set, right? I mean, we were talking about it. There literally was like a vibration level that kept us all sort of in a zone that we executed that like in one day. You know. I mean, like it, it's something that I can feel almost through the screen. It's like I, w- I was telling John and I was telling Lynn, this might be the first film I've ever seen that, you know, the way Mamma Mia and Greece have sing-along screenings. I want a dance-along screening for In the Heights. I want people to be like standing up and dancing along to what they see on the screen. Oh. I think that would, uh, I think it's such a, it's such a perfect film for right now, both in terms of like the summer vibe and also it's coming out in the middle of Pride Month. Uh, and I, I can really see that being embraced by the audience. Like, is that something you're, you must know that like the, the LGBTQ community is going to love this film when it comes out. <laughs> Fingers crossed. <laughs> you know, we, I, I like to, I like to keep it very 100 in that I do not have a crystal ball. I cannot predict the future. However, it's just, an, you know, evidence of the fact that when you see yourself and identification of a character, which we do, despite color, uh, creed, gender in many ways. Um, like I grew up think like wanting to be, I couldn't really picture her, but I wanted to be like Jean Hackman, you know. Uh, but now I don't, you know, there's, there's a, broader spectrum and so the lgbtqia plus community as well as the bipoc plus community can see themselves in a way that um hasn't really happened before i want to say in this way ever absolutely thank you so much for your time today i again love the film and again open invitation whenever you're in dublin hit me up and i will let you know where because we know we all know you love alcohol and dancing anyway so it'll work right. out in dublin <laughs> here's slancha slancha exactly what's that cheers slancha thanks Rory. Have a good day. Bye-bye. Have a good one. Oh, I think I'm... Can you be in love with multiple people? I think I'm in love. I do. I get every... Daily. (laughs) Every day. falling in love with new people. But uh, you you did hear me there asking for a friend of mine who definitely isn't me uh, for tips on how to to dance better. So you're welcome, man. Yeah. (laughs) I was going to say, well, I know your only friend, uh, as far as I'm aware, is me. So thank you for answering for those dance tips. I'll definitely, definitely take them up on that. So who have we got next? Next is the director, John M. Chu, who, uh, yeah, has previously done uh, Step Up to the Streets. He also had a massive hit with Crazy Rich Asians a few years ago. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, he he took this on. So we we know he's done dancing movies before. He's done a few uh, music videos as well for, like, Justin Bieber and and, and the like. So he, he can choreograph these stuff, but whether... Whether or not he get across the emotion, we weren't fully sure. But watching this, it's it's clear that he maybe musicals are his bag. Um, because on top of talking about making this one, I also asked him about making the next one, which is maybe maybe the biggest one 
ever. I'm going to say ever. Let's say ever. Okay. Okay. And just before we, we hear him, do you know what? what the M stands for? Film film fact fans out there. Do, do you know what the M stands for in his name? Movies. That was actually the joke. That's really annoying. That's what I was going to say. I was going to say that the M is movies because I don't know what the real... Oh, just listen to John M. I'm so annoying. That's actually really annoying. John, how are you today? I'm good, Roy. How are you? I'm really good. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me today. Congratulations on the movie. I'm just curious, uh, how do you feel about the overwhelming positive reaction that it's gotten so far? Like, I, It's been so long since I've seen a film, you know, so consistently make people this happy when they're watching it. <laughs> Listen, I'm, I'm a guy who's gotten 23%, 35%. So I take it all with a grain of salt. <laughs> <You were. laughs> um, and but I'm really appreciative. I'm trying to ex- accept it and be uh, and be happy. But you know, I've been trying to for years. I've been trying like, oh, reviews don't mean anything to me. Um, so, uh, <laughs> but it's very nice. Very nice. Um, what would you say it is about this particular musical that lends itself well to a kind of cinematic adaptation? Because we've seen not that long ago with Cats that not all. Uh, musicals lend themselves you'd think they might but it turns out they actually don't so how did you know this you were this was going to be a good one for for the big screen i just always knew that when i saw the show it, it moved me immensely the universality of that story even though i'm not from washington heights i'm i'm not latino that i could see my family in there i could see my own struggles in there and i knew that um that those struggles required intimacy and that cinema gave you more intimacy than than what a stage could um and his songs were so personal um and the space that they're being sung in is so specific that you can't really can't do that in a theater um even though he did it <laughs> um but i knew you could take people further um and so for me it was always a huge opportunity that this was a opportunity to really bring the audience to actual washington heights hey look at that bodega that you pass by every day you've never paid attention to it that person in there has dreams and hopes and struggles that are bigger than any movie you've ever seen before. And by the end of this movie, you're going to look up to that person. You're going to walk past that bodega and think it's a palace next time. It's not going to be just a, a place with a beach painted on it. It's going to be a place of someone who dreams. And that's that's we knew that opportunity could be done in the movies. I'd, I'd like to pitch you an idea if you're OK. If you're, Let's if go. You're it. You know, the way movies, certain movies like... Uh, even like the Rocky Horror Picture Show or Grease or Mamma Mia, they have sing-along screenings. I think uh, In the Heights needs a dance-along screening. I remember when I was watching it, I was like, I want to get up right now and dance (laughs) along with everyone (laughs) while they're on screen. So I just want to pitch that to you. And you you do, I'm just the ideas man. So you can take it from there. I like that idea. I'm going to pitch that to Warner Brothers. I think that's a great idea. Do we we teach people outside of it? Like, do we have like videos at at, at home that you can watch before you go? So when you get there, there's some sort of set things. Yeah, or you can have like on the screen, you you can have like almost like an instructor person in the bottom corner to show you what what movements to do as it's happening on screen. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's cool. I think so. Eyes in there. That'd be nice. I think so, yeah. And just uh, looking forward, uh, according to IMDb, uh, your next big project is Wicked. I'm curious, what different challenges do you think that musical might represent to the musical you've just done? 
Uh, it's very, very different. Of course, Oz doesn't exist. The Emerald City doesn't exist. So I can't just go there and lean into it. We have to create these things. Uh, but but what I do see some similar, similarities is um, the power of that show is not that it's in Oz. The power is, of, is this female friendship, is it, that it's messy, that it's not a fairy tale. Um, and so I think that, that that specific intimacy of a friendship, um, movies are, are made for. Um, and I can't believe that that show has not been made into a movie or animated movie or something. So what a great opportunity to finally put it, uh, crystallize it and uh, get it so that everyone around the world can see it. I'm, I'm really excited about it, but it's a totally different challenge. Yeah, I think after seeing In the Heights, I think they're in the safest hands possible for the Wicked adaptation. And I'm really excited to see that one too. John, thank you so thank much you for taking time to talk to me today. Appreciate it. Thanks. Have Mark. a good day. Bye-bye. Wicked. No. I know everybody, like so many people are huge fans of that. I've never actually seen uh, a version of, of the stage production um, or seen any version of it. So uh, that's one I have to get reacquainted with or just acquainted with uh, mm. before he makes that one. But that would be a massive hit, obviously. Yeah, that would be huge because I think in, in terms of like crossover appeal, uh, I think Wicked has a lot in common with Frozen in terms of just like sisters and one is bad and one is good and blah 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 so and if i remember correctly frozen did well in terms frozen of frozen did okay <laughs> now frozen you could quiz me on I know all the answers to sure. that but wicked wicked i'll have to get right up to date with. Also, okay I, I, lo- I looked it up it's murray his middle name's murray it's not movies nope. but i'm going nope. to just pretend it's movies it's john m for massive joke stealer rory cash <laughs> chew that's what it is. Okay, last but not least, we have uh, Queer Hoods, uh, one of the screenwriters, but also Lin-Manuel Miranda. And again, for anybody who's been living under a rock, Lin-Manuel Miranda, for the past kind of probably eight to ten years or so, he's really just started to make a name for himself and then has become uh, not just like Hollywood's go-to person for musicals. Uh, he's also most recently starred in BBC's adaptation of his Dark Materials. Mm. Um, so that was in there. Uh, obviously, geez, his world-famous massive smash global hit uh, is Hamilton, which was released on Disney Plus last year, which is just brilliant uh, as well. And anybody who's fortunate enough to get uh, tickets to that uh, just completely loses their mind with that. He's also done the tunes from Moana, um, the new Mary Poppins film, uh what else what else he's working on the little mermaid so he's just he's just so many talented fingers and so many pies um and he just seems like an absolutely lovely guy as well yeah like it's 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 unique um pressure to suddenly find yourself interviewing two pulitzer prize winners because uh, i suddenly was like i'm an idiot i haven't got any pulitzer (laughs) prizes and you both have won um but yeah, they're they're both clearly super proud of the work that they've done. Uh, during a little bit of research for for the movie, I discovered a a tenuous Irish connection, let's say, nice. to yeah to to the history of In the Heights. Um, so they talk a bit Get about this man a Pulitzer. <laughs> <laughs> so they talk a, a bit about that, but also develop it into what turns out to be like a much stronger Irish connection uh, to the story and to Ireland. Uh, they talk a little bit about the movies not only being released in the middle of summer, which is great because the movie itself is such a summery movie, but it's also being dropped in the middle of Pride Month. And there's a strong LGBTQ plus connection within the movie itself as well. Uh, and then couldn't not ask Lynn about working with Andrew Scott because 
Ireland loves Andrew Scott. He is to be loved. He's great at everything that he does. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yes, he had nothing but like amazing things to say about working with him too. Brilliant. Let's hear it. Liam and Kara, how are you both doing today? Good. How are you? Great. I'm really good. Rory Cash and Joe Belly from Ireland here, just so you know. Happy to hear you're both doing fantastic. Congratulations on the movie. Absolutely, like, just had so much fun watching this film. I did pitch this idea to John just a few minutes ago, but I had, uh, you know the way uh, Mamma Mia and Grease and those movies have sing-along screenings? We've got to do it. We've got to do it. Even better. I think In the Heights should have a dance-along screening. Yes. In the in the bottom right hand corner, they have a little uh, man or lady who just shows you what dance moves you need to get up and do <laughs> as they happen on screen. Come on. Come on. <laughs> uh, well, congratulations again on the movie. I just I wanted to bring attention to a, a connection I noticed when I was doing some journalism for 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 the movie. Um, I understand that the the kind of the first ever let's say presentation of this was in a town called Waterford in Connecticut. I uh, know it's close to Waterford. It's called Middletown. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna steal the Waterford and the Middletown bit actually because Waterford was set up by Irish emigrants way back when, and we have a we have a town here, here called Middleton. So here I, we are I, all these centuries <laughs> later. It did go. Think, it did have an appearance in in Waterford, which is the O'Neill. So we saw we did do a workshop of a barn in a yes. barn in Waterford. Yeah, in Eugene O'Neill's old estate. That's where we worked on this for two weeks. Yeah. Oh wow. But I, I, I was happy just to accidentally discover a strong Irish connection to In the Heights. So that made me yeah. feel that made well, me feel very Heights happy. Was, you don't have to go that far for it. Washington Heights was an Irish immigrant neighborhood for many years before it became a, a largely Latino neighborhood. Um, in fact, they're used in the in the show version, uh, in the stage version, they would take down the Rosario sign and you would see O'Hanrahan's uh, taxi <laughs> service uh, underneath it. So we, we pay our, our respect to the immigrants who came before us. It's in What's the up? it's in the um, film version too. They show a business card of of O'Hanahan's. Oh, well, I, I was curious that like I I love that the timing of this. I think it's such a uh, this is a film I I'm going to recommend everyone go to see because it's such a kind of joyous film, especially after you know the last year and a bit. Uh, it is one of the first films I've seen in a long time that I actually felt warm watching it because it was so summery. Um, but also, there's there's a strong sense of pride within it. I can see this definitely being picked up within the the LGBTQ community as it's coming out in the middle of Pride Month. Anyway, um, can you see that connection? I guess between the Pride community wanting to pick a movie like this up. Well, um, you know, I had to unfortunately do some edits from the stage show to the screen version, and I knew that would involve cutting songs and characters in a piece that is has such a robust score and is an ensemble piece so has so many lead characters um when i cut the character of um miss rosario of nina's mom i knew i had to therefore kind of beef up the other matriarchs and the other uh female characters and also that meant losing the married couple on the block so i didn't want to lose that component, the traditional family. So I put it in Daniela and Carla, which would became the kind of invested married business owners together of the salon. Fantastic. And Lane, just one final question. Uh, again, looking for that Irish connection, having worked with Andrew Scott on uh, his dark materials, uh, if you got a, a line on 
how much fun he must be because we are obviously very proud of that uh, particular he's national treasure. Amazing. I mean, there's really no ceiling to his talent. I have I have Oslo uh, queued up on my uh, HBO Max to watch after I, I get this round of interviews done. Um, but I mean, he's remarkable. I actually had the good fortune to see him uh, on stage in Present Laughter the, the week before. It was his last week uh, in that uh, before I started working with him. And, you know, I, I went from seeing him just be dazzling in this Noel Coward play to being in a hot air balloon with him for like three weeks. So it was sort of the best of, of all the world. He's, he's a wonderful guy. Fantastic. Thank you again, both of you, so much for taking the time to talk to me today. And best of luck with everything going forward. Cheers. Thank you. Great Thank to talk you. to you. Kara Hoods and then Manuel Miranda there chatting to Rory Cashin. Um, in the Heights, I can't wait to see this. I love musicals. I love summer. You said it's feel good. I'm like, sign me right up, 100%. I'm there. Yeah, it's 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 a really good um, movie to to go see. And I'd say like in the right audience, if everyone's vibing out to it right, I'd say it's one of the rare films that at the end, if everyone claps, I wouldn't be annoyed. <laughs> okay because i've seen you annoyed in the cinema and you yeah. don't want to make rory angry um so be careful if you do attend a screening of in the heights with rory but you might get away with a wee a wee clap there at the end brilliant can't wait to see it yeah like we, we've got this we've got we're just doing we're doing loki at the minute too i don't remember so tbr spotlight is back season three of that we've done falcon and the winter soldier we've done the fast and furious recap you can go back and listen to those but we have our brand new series focusing on Loki on Disney Plus. So we're going to be dropping a brand new. We'll try not to drop. Like, be careful with it. Yeah, <laughs> like, don't drop it and break it. Okay, it's very precious to us. But we're going to be dropping a brand new episode every Wednesday uh, to go along with well each brand new episode of Loki as well. So um, yeah, check that out if you're a massive Marvel fan. And even if you're not, go and check it out anyway. And you might just love it. You just never know. Just try new things in life. Yeah, go for yeah. it. To tell your friends who do like Marvel. To to yeah. to listen. That's that's. If you don't like it, then tell your friends who do because they they'll want to know. But if you do like musicals, also go see In the Heights and also listen to this conversation that you've just spent the last half hour listening to. Thank you very much. <laughs> All of those things. See you next time. Bye. Bye. 